Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Self-love, non-judgment. That's what we'll be talking about today. And I'm really, really thrilled to be bringing this topic to the podcast because we've talked about self-love before and um, not judging ourselves and uh, getting out of the pattern of criticism so much so that it actually like takes us away from making the changes that we want to make in our lives. Um, but we have never had a, a specific episode on this. And this came up actually in one of my coaching calls with a client where this, this woman asked me about um, how she could support herself in making the changes that she wanted to make, even in simple things of like journaling more often or meditating or like getting the things that she wanted to get done. But I can sense in her viewpoint that she was judging herself and really beating herself up for not doing as best as that she thought that she wanted to do. And so she was getting stuck in this pattern. So it was wanting like some tools or tips or like, you know, how to be more consistent and all that. But like, literally like the, the real, like under, like the, the underlying problem I was noticing was this, this pattern of criticism so much so that it, she was giving herself no space to change. Yeah. So that's what we're diving into today. I, I was, while, while you were saying that, cause I feel like a lot of people have this struggle with this idea of self-love yeah. so much to the point that it's, it's the, the self-criticism is almost an unconscious behavior. Yeah. Like, like while you were talking and before we started this episode, I was thinking back to myself and I was like, wow, I mean, probably on a consistent basis, like I'm, I'm putting myself down and I don't even mm. realize it. It's like only when you, when you, when you start to think about, wow, how many times do I put myself down and like, am I giving myself enough self-love and enough like self-respect and enough like leeway lately? The yep. answer is usually no. Yeah. And, I, and I, my, my question to you, maybe, I don't know if you have an answer for this is why, like, why do you think that happens so much with people? I got I, theories, but yeah. I mean, my, my thought process with that, I think this, I've, most people would agree is that just, just how we learn to live. It's like, we learned that way of being human from our parents, from society, from just people who we looked at to model, like how to be human. It's like yeah. what we learned. And it's just like the criticism, like, and, and I think it's also like internalized the like internalized criticism from others is that mm -hmm. we get criticized. And then like, we then tend to, I think, stay, you know, keep, stick with the, the ways in which other people have treated us. And then we treat ourselves the way other people have treated us. Yeah. Cause you're right. Actually, you're right. Cause that, that original, I guess the, 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 the feeling of criticism or the thought of criticism, it has to come from comparing yourself to someone else. Yeah. Otherwise like you would have never learned that, that sense of criticism. So at yeah. some point, like you were a kid or you, maybe your parents said something to you or like a friend said something to you or someone you looked up to said something to you or you saw something yeah. on TV and that, that voice was created inside of you. But at yes. first the voice was someone else's and then over time it like morphs into your own voice and then you don't even realize where it, where it started, but yeah. now it just sounds like you it exactly like voice over and over and over again. And so you continually put yourself down. It's like a learned behavior. Yeah. And I think what we forget is that that's how we learned as kids though. It's like yep. you make mistakes. And then you were like, oh, I shouldn't have done, like, I shouldn't have touched the stove because that hurt. Or when I started walking this way, I'm wobbling and I fell over. Like that was a mistake. Yep. Like, let me adjust. 
And yep. it's like, we, we learn to become like functioning humans through those mistakes and through that process. But then at some point we get old enough where we're like, the mistakes aren't good enough anymore. It's like, we're not supposed yeah. to make mistakes anymore. It's like, we, we graduate to this level where we think we're not supposed to make mistakes. Yeah. And then that also adds to that, that, that voice of judgment. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. I've heard it termed as the learned voice of internal judgment. Yeah. And I love that phrasing. Cause it's like, we learn it and then it's internal judgment. It's not like we're, we're getting judged by anyone really. In fact, I'm sure people listening might've heard this phrase is that other people are not judging you or thinking about you as much as you are thinking about yourself. Yeah, And 100%. I think that's the case for every yeah. single human being. So it's like, literally we're all in our own bubbles, really like yeah. thinking that other people are, are judging us or thinking about us. But when it's like, actually like we're doing the worst to us, to ourselves. Yeah. Because you, you think you're, you're the main character in your own story. Yes. And like you assume that you don't assume that everyone else is their own main character. It's like, you think that you're the main character and then to everyone else, you're also the main character. Yeah. So it's, it's like, un- if you're, that's an unconscious thing though. Right. So yeah. if you're in like a crowded room and you're feeling anxious because you feel like everyone's looking at you, you're like, I'm the main character in this movie. Why is it like everyone's looking at me? But meanwhile, they're all thinking the same exact thing. It's like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very yeah. interesting exercise to think about. For sure. But let's bring then this, this main thing of like the self-love though. It's like yeah. how this can, uh, I believe it can really dissolve and at the very least neutralize our experiences of judgment and therefore our lack of ability to change. Because mm. I really believe, I mean, I've been coaching hun- literally hundreds of people over the last four years to live a better life, to live their dreams, to achieve their goals, whatever you want to say. Um, ultimately it's really to actually love themselves and their life more and trust themselves and this universe more. And the one pattern I noticed for all of us, including myself, just because I teach this and coach this doesn't mean I don't struggle or have challenged with this myself is that we are so hard on ourselves. Like we're, we don't think that we're good enough or that we're smart enough, or we have enough skill or we, that we don't know what to do. And we just put ourselves down so much, but that stops our growth because mm-hmm. literally what you just said. It's like when we were kids, the best way we learned is actually through mistakes and then readjusting. And so actually my client asked a very beautiful question when she was struggling with this and I was helping her today. Well, today is when we're recording it, but when this came up, but um, she said, how do you know the difference between constructive criticism that actually helps you and then just degrading yourself or like, like discouraging yourself or bringing yourself down by looking at your mistakes or the things that you haven't done well, or, cause obviously you have to know what to improve in order to improve yeah. it. So how, how do you know the difference? So I obviously have my answer, but what, what do you think about that, Chris? For me, you- I, I, <clears throat> for me, I think that if you were really, if you were really listening from like an objective point of view, like not like listening with like any emotion or listening with like some kind of like preconceived notion of what the voice is telling you, mm. it's like you can tell from the energy with what it yes. is you can you, you can tell that the the like when you're criticizing yourself there's an energy behind that and you know that you're like putting yourself down versus mm. like you objectively looking at yourself and being like i can improve here it's like yeah when you when you hear that and it's also the language too i guess you can use around it too like the the actual like words yes like w- like where can i improve versus like i suck at all these places like where do i or suck? yeah, yeah if, what, what did i do wrong right right yeah it, it, w- 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 one of them the energy feels very closed. It's mm. like, there's no room to get out. You're yep. just putting yourself down. 
And the other one, it's like, there's room, there's like a light. It's like when you, yeah. you say the criticism, but then there's like, like a door cracks open and there's light and you can see a way out or a way forward from it. Exactly. And the, the way, what, what I wanted to say to you like earlier is like, I think that's why it's so important to have some kind of like higher power in mm. your life. Like whether it's the universe or whether it's God, because um, um, I was going to say my girlfriend, but you, you know, Julie Kev, she's yeah. been reading the Bible a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And so I've been like getting involved in some of the stories and we've been watching this Netflix series together about Jesus and like Jesus is just so accepting, like no matter what like you've ever done, like yep. it's just, he accepts you for who you are and knows that you have the ability to change. Mm. And so it's like, I feel like relating to a higher power in that way can give you that, that like sense of it's possible that there's a mm. higher form of self-love out there for me. Yeah. Like the universe or God or Jesus, whatever you believe in, like loves you that much. Yeah. So like believe in that love almost to like, if, if you're really stuck in self-criticism, like there's, there's a way out kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And I love that. It's a, <laughs> funny. I love that. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's really is about love. And I actually, my, my answer was literally love is the answer, mm. which then the question comes after that is like, well, how, right. Well, but like you yeah. said, it's words we speak for ourselves. It's the things that we say, even like what you were speaking to before about like noticing the energy, which is exactly what I said too. It's to answer my client's questions. Like, how do you know? It's like your feelings. Like, like when you speak to yourself, it's like, is it expansive? Does it actually uplift you or does it bring you downward? Then you'll know it's like whether you're in the constructive criticism where you're actually helping yourself versus the like, just disappointment or just discouraging yourself by looking at the things you haven't changed yet and just feeling like so down about it. But yeah, it's the thoughts we think, it's the words we say, but even the questions we ask ourselves. And again, coming from a place of love, as you said, objective, like being the observer of it, is so key because when we separate ourselves from the pattern or we create space between us and the pattern that we're facing, then we're able to change. But most often we're only just being aware of a pattern. Like we're just noticing at one level where like we notice it, we know that, you know, we're doing something that is not healthy for us or supportive, or we're not talking to ourselves in a nice way, but then we're not noticing what we're noticing. Meaning we're not taking that observer perspective, like noticing that we can notice about that critical thought or that feeling that we are just, you know, feeling low about like, or the pattern that we're stuck in. Like when we create that space, then there's the ability ability to change. And I I really believe that love is actually the answer because it helps create that space, but it's counterintuitive because it's like, why, like the, the, my, my thinking comes through is like my thought, like the, the devil's advocate, if you will, comes through and saying like, well, like if you just love yourself and accept yourself, then you're not you're, you're just going to stay stuck. You're just, you're, you're repeating more of the pattern, right? Like by just accept, yeah. accepting yourself within that thing you want to change, but actually it's the opposite is that as you love yourself, as you just give yourself love and it starts with the thoughts you think, or just the words you say to yourself, because you always get to choose that, then you're supporting yourself to, to be the change that you want to see mm-hmm. is by like loving yourself first, because then you're not just take just, you know, putting a negative energy on like what you actually even want to change. Yeah. I, I always view it as like a, like a push pull, like balance kind of thing. Like if, if people are mm-hmm. familiar with the Tai Chi symbol, the, the, you know, the Asian symbol with the two the yin yang, the yin yang, it's called the yeah. Tai Chi symbol. Yeah. Yep. And in like, when you study Chinese medicine, you learn that that, that symbol is not static. It's always moving. Mm. like it's flowing around. Like it's always like mixing, like one part's getting bigger or small. It's like, it's, 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 it's dynamic. Yeah. And like, when you think about for, for the devil's advocate, people who are like, Oh, if I love myself, like 
whatever too much. I'm never going to change. It's like, if you love yourself enough, the way you are, that pull of wanting to become more is going to be there. And that's going to yes. be the other tug. Like, yep. it's not just, you're going to love yourself as like, a, well, you know, it, you might like love yourself playing video games all day and whatever, like, then maybe that's who you're like meant to be or whatever. But I feel like if you do do that, it's like, there's going to be that tug of wanting to become more and that yeah. becoming of like, I want to challenge myself to become more. And that's like the balance. Exactly. But if you're always putting yourself down, you're never going to actually access that part that's going to help you like move forward. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. there is always that part of us that wants to grow. And so when we accept ourselves and love ourselves, we actually, again, give ourselves space to actually grow, which again, it, sound, it seems so counterintuitive because in those moments, and I, I, I know this in my own experience, it's like when I'm in you know, negative thinking or like, I have like, you know, uh, haven't been meditating, like, cause I love meditating. I have that as a consistent habit. If I like, you know, get off track for like a few days or a week, like I'll notice myself beating myself up. It's like, oh, you should be doing this. But then like, when I love myself, even when I notice I'm not doing it yet, then it does bring up that feeling. It's like, oh, like I really, cause here's, here's the thing I, I've noticed is that like causes produce like effects. So if you start with love, then you're going to produce an effect of a loving your life. Mm -hmm. So like when you love yourself, even in when it's like, you're not doing what you know, you really want to be doing, then you're getting into the energy of love. And then when you love yourself even more then naturally you want to improve your life. You want to actually do the things that you have in your mind that, you know, are healthy for you or that support you. And so when you're staying in the energy of love, then you're more inspired to actually do those things. Yeah. It's like, it's so counterintuitive though. No, but it, it it also creates like a physiological difference too, like a good, a, a positive versus negative feedback loop. Mm. Like if you're, if you're starting from the, the sense of love, you're going to be releasing oxytocin, beta endorphins, mm. like those kind of feel good chemicals. And so your brain yeah. is going to, your brain's going to notice that and be like, I like this feeling. Yeah. So even when you're, even when you're noticing things that you want to improve about yourself, that might seem negative, mm. you're coming it, you're coming from it with this, like understanding that, well, you're coming from with a physiological difference in your nervous system. Mm, what yep. I mean, versus yep. like if it's all self-criticism, your your nervous system's gonna read that as I don't want to feel this way again. Yeah. So we're gonna keep shutting it down. So like, yep. You 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 haven't been consistent with working out. If you're so self-critical that you're like I'm never gonna be able to work out again, your nervous system's gonna shut down. You ever want yeah. to work out because you don't want to yep. go through that failure again. Mm. But if you approach it from that area of love, it's like you have different chemicals moving through your body, your nervous system's approaching it from a different perspective. Yeah. It's going to want to continue that positive versus negative feedback. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's like, it's so simple, right? But like, it's really is the words that we tell ourselves or like the, the self-talk in this case, yeah, it's loving ourselves. The self-love is like, as we give ourselves that more, like it's supportive, like, and it, I really, like, I also believe this is that if you do believe that your thoughts create your reality, then it, there's no other way, but loving yourself. Like you, there True. is no way. Like, cause then your thoughts create the reality that you want by means of like loving yourself. If you want to live a life that you love, if you want to have results that you love in any area, health relationships, your work, time and money, freedom, then you have to start with love. <laughs> makes me think also of like, um, I mentioned this before, like the phrase, like love is the answer. Um, there's this guy that I, I, he honestly might be still doing this, but forget this guy's name, but, uh, he's got like a bunch of like videos on YouTube, but like just this guy that is like mo for most of the part, most of the time he's just in his underwear. <laughs> he's got this long hair, long beard, 
And he literally just is outside. I think he might be homeless, but like literally just holds a sign that says love is the answer. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, and he dances around like crazy. Like he gets people's attention, but it's always focused on love. And like, it's such a simple message, but like, it really is the answer. Like <laughs> as ridiculous yeah. as it might sound. I think it so, sounds so ridiculous because it's such a simple solution and such a simple answer. And it also like yeah. requires like, I think, I think again, it's hard for us to show love to other people when we have such a hard time showing love to ourselves. Yeah. It's that reflection. And vice versa. So, yeah. And vice versa. So yeah. Yeah. I thought there was something else I wanted to say about that, but oh, love is the answer, but I don't know. Yeah. Pretty straightforward again. Yeah. Oh yes. So what I was thinking of is like, yes, it is so simple, right? So straightforward. But I think one of the main challenges that, we have to loving ourselves is having a condition based is that it's conditional love when the real love, the real powerful love is always unconditional. Yeah. Where we show up, like, especially if it's like, say like a friend, a family member, mom, dad, sibling, like, dude, I love you. Like you're my brother. Like I love you unconditionally, no matter what mm-hmm. is going on in your life, no matter what you're struggling with, like no matter what happens between us, like I love you. Like that's yeah. unconditional. And there's, it's not always that way. Like I, I still like, there's challenges with that of like loving someone, like even when the conditions aren't right or they're being the way I want them to be, but that's a real powerful love. So like, I think we have a challenge with loving ourselves unconditionally. And that's the problem is that we're looking for the conditions first. It's like, oh, only when Mm -hmm. I'm every day, only when I exercise every day, only when I'm actually pursuing my vision, only when I'm taking steps, then I love myself. I can't myself any other way. It's like, it's like we're, we have to like fix ourselves to love ourselves, but that's not the answer. It's backwards in order to quote unquote, fix ourselves. We love ourselves first. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's so true. And again, that's why that, that's why I think at least for me, what's really helped me is, is having like a faith practice Mm, because you see it over and over again in in like the stories about Jesus and the stories about God. If you're Christian, I mean, I'm sure the stories in all other religions that like, you're, you're like you're loved unconditionally yeah and when you actually see examples of that it's like oh shit like there's actually like this force or this power that loves me no matter what yeah like that that's the that's like the example you can go off of for yep. like unconditional self-love yeah definitely definitely because yeah, yeah god the infinite source spirit the universe whatever you label you want to call it like and obviously like 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 people would say call them like prophets or messiahs like mm-hmm. sages eight like you know the the um uh, there's another term, but like just people who are enlightened. No, there we go. That's another word like Buddha. Like it all comes down to just like love, like yeah. loving yourself, loving others. Like, it's just, that's such, such a simple thing, but I love that. It's like, yeah, like the faith practice. Cause like, it's more connecting with that higher power that loves us no matter what. And yeah. my favorite way of connecting in that way is just reminding myself that I can't take one breath on my own and that I can't even beat my heart once on my own is that literally life itself woke me up today that I didn't, I didn't do anything to deserve this. I've just been given this. It's a gift. And so that's, that's the love that we're receiving literally every moment that we're breathing. And so it's, yeah, just that it's the perfect example of unconditional love. Life gives us life no matter what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I feel complete with that, especially also to keep this short and sweet to really get the the point across the nail hit the nail on the head but yeah that was and i I feel like um well hopefully people listening got some practical tips from that too i know that 
that was also kind of philosophical. I feel like we got like really? to a higher level. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to think, didn't we do a series perhaps on getting to know yourself maybe, or yes, I think developing your relationship yes. with yourself. So that was a few, uh, I don't think we made that subscriber only that series. No. So no. if you want to check that out, like you can yeah. go ahead. I think we did like three or four episodes on that. So yeah, I, I believe that it's somewhere in the eighties or nineties of our episodes. If you want to dive into, yeah, developing your relationship with yourself. In fact, dude, I'm actually just remembering, I'm pretty sure we did an episode on love. I don't think it's, we hit some of the points we made today, but there, I think there is another to- like time we talked about this yeah. in that, like developing your relationship with yourself. Yeah, I'm sure there is. There's a lot of episodes I was thinking about when we were talking about this too, especially around like the, the judgment and stuff. Oh, for sure. We, yeah. Because we, yeah. I mean, we talk about change a lot. Like and you, you need, that's a basis. Like you need, you need to like be, you need self-love, but you need, you can't be so hard on yourself. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Like Chris said, I hope you've gotten a lot out of this um, and love yourself. Give yourself a hug today. <laughs> yes. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.